Don't sit so close to the TV. It's not good for you. Okay. Can't find it. <laughs> what are you trying to find? I'm trying to find him. Mm. On the, uh... There we go. Alright. We rolling? Yeah. We are? Yeah. Afternoon. Hi. Hi. Well, this isn't great, is it? Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not. It's really Be- not. Because this is the... The second tribute... In a week for, like, a few of our heroes. Mm. And this one is hardcore because, like, it's, it's again, someone that really does relate to, like, how this com- like this podcast came about. Like, yeah. I feel like the two movies that kind of, like, sprung out of this podcast were... We, th- we were watching The Labyrinth. Then we thought about uh, movies we were obsessed with with kids, mm. as kids, and we... We both kind of found we had Prince of Thieves, the Robin Hood yeah. film, in our life. And what gravitated towards us, even as children, mm. like, again, the only good thing in that movie, real, like, it's a yeah. good movie, but, like, it's flawed as fuck. Like, mm. we can be real. We talked about yeah. it before. I won't go into it. But the underlying factor that was good, that we knew when we, we knew flat out when we were kids and that we still see now, is that Alan Rickman was just a... He, tr- I was trying. He's a force. When I like Alan Rickman might be, um, probably in my top five. Like in my top five favorite actors because, and of course, for everyone, it's he's the voice. Yeah. But I was trying to think about what makes him a commanding presence on screen. Mm. It's it's the voice. It's the voice. But do you know what I thought it was? Likable villainy. Yeah. Because. Like, a lot of people have done that and can do that, but mm. he did it, like... He did He's our favourite... He becomes our favourite character, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Like, Robin Hood takes us... Is our leader, but we remember the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. Die Hard. Like, mm. John McClain is the staple of that series in the way through, mm. but we remember Hans Gruber, you know? Yeah. We think about the Harry Potter series, but quite frankly, Severus Snape is the most compelling character, mm. is the most interesting character in that series. Even in even in Love Actually, I was thinking, is he's kind of a he's piece kind of, of shit yeah. in that. And he's and amazing, he's, but you feel for him. I feel for him at the and end. And he's a great villain in um, Sweeney Todd, my Sweeney favourite Todd. musical. He's a real fucker in that movie, yeah, isn't he, he is. as well? He's fantastic. God damn it. This is a bad one. It this is. is a bad one. We just... Neither of us were prepared. So when we heard the news, um, it was four o'clock in the morning. Hmm. We were getting ready to... Well, Tom wasn't even awake yet. I was up. Um, and we are getting ready to leave for Sydney. And we, I saw the news and I kind of... I waited a little bit before I woke Tom up. Um... And he just kind of stirred, and I went, look, Alan Rickman's gone. I didn't acknowledge. I you, thought, like, because I, I was like, I was like asleep. It was much. very, I mean, it was very early in the morning, granted, but. But I, I assumed it was a dream. Yeah. Like, shortly afterwards, but it's, but yeah, it was, it's hardcore, but. 
it's I mean we're we're recording this a few days we've just come back from Sydney so there's two days that we've had to process this so we're not as well, fresh as look, we were off of Bowie but yeah still but also just... what I want to do is like I don't want this like the Bowie one I don't want this to be a downer of yeah. a thing I want this to like like these tribute like right, hopefully we don't do too many more of these tributes I know but if we talk because fucking hell one week that's hard too much for a week but I, I did kind of want to just talk about for a few minutes like what what made him great? And I was thinking, what was what was the first thing you remember seeing him in? The first time I saw him was Galaxy Quest. And I think this was even... This might have even been the first time that I had noticed special effects makeup and the first time that I'd wanted to do that yeah. as my industry was because of his bizarre little costume that he wears. Now, that movie, he... He has the head thing on yeah. the entire movie. Yeah. Because I don't remember a lot of that movie. I'm going to watch it after this because I pick, like I remember laughing at it, but I think I might have been like 12. Yeah. So, but people consider it like a cult comedy classic. Yeah. You know? But even I remember laughing when I was a kid because there's like, he never takes it off and they make it work so well. Like I remember, I remember one scene where he's on the phone to Tim Allen and it's after they've come back from a convention and they do it so well because he just mm. comes out with a towel and a white shirt but he's still got the figure because yeah. he's just in the middle of like taking his gear up but they just make such <laughs> an effort to work in that that's never coming yeah. off the entire movie. Yeah. And oh, he was... He can, he, there, there are a few, there are really few actors that can do comedy and drama. Like, they say there's, there's a lot, but like, again, I'm not out here to shit on any actors, but like, Robert De Niro and Meryl Streep, greatest actors of all time, right? Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. Greatest dramatic, sorry, greatest dramatic, dramatic actor, actors. actors of all time. But I don't really want to see them do comedy. No. Like when any I s- comedy that Robert De Niro does is always going to be a little bit shit. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't really think of a great one offhand, but I don't. But not a drag to them, like Meryl yeah. Streep, even in a weird Mamma Mia rom coms and stuff. Yeah. But I don't want to see them do that. No, I want. I want to see them be in pain. But mm. when I watched, when I had a Rickman movie, when there was a Rickman movie, I expected him in the same movie to be sinister. And hilarious. Yeah. And he normally always was. Yeah. I don't think he's laugh out loud in the Harry Potter films, but he's very good in them. Well, I haven't seen them. Now, that's an interesting thing. I was saying, I was thinking about, because, um, okay, when you say Alan Rickman, what movie comes into your head immediately? Uh, Galaxy Quest and then Sweeney Todd. For me, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm. It, Prince of Thieves is just yeah. the one, because it's just like, so that performance, it's not like... Again, I was saying this about, like, when we were watching Django Unchained. That's a performance where you're like, wow, he was really he was really doing something there. At yeah. But he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. And we buy it. Mm. Because it's it's everything about him. But you've never seen Harry Potter. Now, no. I wouldn't mind... I, know I mean, I, I would like to. No, I mean, you just... You, you kind of missed the books and the movies, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I was not allowed to see them as a child and then as an adult, like, I'm trying to... That's a I've common thing, it. yeah, in this podcast, isn't it? There's a few mm. things that you would have missed that you'll get exposed to. Like, Labyrinth was a big one. Yeah. Um, but Harry Potter, <clears throat> again, it'll take me three hours to talk about the history of Harry Potter. Mm. But when you watch them, Snape 
probably is the most interesting character. He's not the main character. Because, I mean, I knew that he was Snape. Yeah. Even though I hadn't seen the movie. So, clearly, he'd had such an effect on... Well, yeah. He's, that's his... I think that's what he's remembered for. But he's the most um, complex... Not to sound too wanky, but he is the most complex character in that series. Because he's... He's so, like... He's a shit, like, on the outside. But... Uh, you know, we'll have to sit down and watch them because it gives away mm. too much. But people, a lot of people know what we're talking about. I'm talking about there's there's stuff, there's some stuff going on. There's some okay. real, it's mostly darkness is what you see when you scroll, but there's some good in there. And you have to, it, it's quite good. Those movies are kind of good. I'd be willing to sit down and watch them. I think we should watch those because yeah. they're kind of, it's an understated performance and it doesn't mm. really talk down to predominantly a child audience. Mm. And like, it's a human sort of, a grown-up performance, but kids will understand it. So it is, and he bought, really bought it in this movie. Like J.K. Rowling always said when she wrote the character, she was like, oh yeah, I can see Alan Rickman playing this character. That's who I'd always okay. have. No, but he was, he was dope. What, what do you, when do you remember first set? Galaxy Quest? Yeah. Then what, what are some of the memorable ones for you? Well, yes, Robin Hood. Robin Hood's a big one, isn't it? And fucking, like, Love Actually, yes, but Sweeney Todd just, like, he, you wouldn't really put, like, Johnny Depp seems to be one of those untouchable people that's, like, an actor, and even though he does shit movies sometimes, he's still on the A-list, he's still Oh, yeah, of, absolutely. Like, I saw his face on an Armani ad walking through the yeah. airport today, so... Yeah. But also, he's quite Johnny Depp. This isn't the Johnny Depp podcast. He's kind of an actor, but he's a movie. He is a movie star. Yeah, That's what he's a movie say. star. Like it's yeah. huge. Yeah. Alan Rickman like brought it with him as well. Like he, they matched mm. each other. Like it wasn't like because Rickman's not really a movie star. He wasn't, no. but he was like an actor's actor. Is yeah. kind of the term. Like because he, he was, was in theatre and stuff as well. Yeah, he? he was like a theatre Shakespeare and actor. But like he's one of those actors, like um. Just one of those sort of small mm. bit actors that you see in things. Yeah. And you, well, not small, but like a supporting character. Yeah. He was never really a main, but reliable as a fucking yeah. automobile. See, that's I what I mean. Yeah. He, like, in Sweeney Todd, like, he, you just, he was an amazing villain. Yeah. And even though it's such a bizarre, I remember watching Sweeney Todd the first time and I hated it. Yeah. Because of how it ended, but now it's my favourite musical. Yeah. Um, and Rickman just is this amazing villain that just matches Johnny Depp every turn. He's, and he's, he's solid dark in that the movie, whole way. Yeah, he's solid the whole way. And you fully believe that he's this menacing mm. dude who messed up this woman. Like, I'm going to have to revisit that, actually. Mm. What's his thing? Why does he mess up the woman? Is he obsessed with her? Because he wants her. It's a, like he, a sexual, like, sends, passionate... Yeah. He sends Johnny Depp to jail, mm. makes up a, a um, rumour, and then the woman, um, she drinks poison um, because he, like, roofies her and... Jesus. Yeah, and... Wow. Um, Helena Bonham Carter is the landlord of the house, mm. and Johnny Depp get, finally gets out of jail, comes back, and then she sings a big song about how Rickman like tricked her into going to this party, gave her all this stuff, and then implies that she died, mm. but she actually didn't, which you find out later. <gasps> 
Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. I'll um, have to bait. You know what? This will be just uh, three minutes of Andrew just... But and you then haven't seen it. You, you <laughs> haven't seen it by now. Like, come on. Oh, look, it's 2006. I don't think yeah. we're kind of talking about this today. Like, we're talking about the start. This is apropos of nothing. But, but our housemate with Seagulls and my sister had a good voice. Like, he had his time to see Star Wars. <laughs> it's been like six weeks. Now's yeah. the time. I think that's fair. Um, so, Johnny Depp goes, nah, fuck this. I Everybody screwed me over. I'm going to start. Like,. Killing people, mm-hmm. and she's having the landlord's having struggle, like struggling paying her rent and stuff because she's a pie maker, but nobody wants to eat the pies because there's no reliable meat in London because it's cold. And she sings this big song about how the neighbors are cooking up cats and stuff and whatever. But Johnny Depp decides to have a barbershop above the bakery, and any person who comes in. That's a single man that has no attachments. He kills, and he sets up this big thing where the body goes into this mincing machine. It's really gruesome. Are you going to talk about the entire? Film? <laughs> it's really gruesome. Is this like the Sweeney Todd podcast? Sorry, what happened, Alan Rickman? His yes, performance. he is the judge. He is the judge that sent Johnny Depp to jail. He's the target. He is the judge that comes. Yes, he is the target that Johnny Depp wants to kill ultimately. All right. Right. And the, there's a little kid involved in there as well, and he comes along and tries to help Ellen Bottom Cutter. Anyway, there's a big face-off with the judge. Judge and Alan Rickman gets killed with the whole pipes of the neck and the splurting and whatever. Spoiler alert, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Johnny Depp. I think we just heard every spoiler that could happen in that <laughs> nah, movie. Nah, next. Was, <laughs> oh, is, um, this homeless woman has this... Oh, I've left out his daughter that has a love affair with the sailor. You know what? I was about to say I'll have to rewatch this, but now I don't (laughs) because you just told um, us the movie. And there's this homeless lady that that has a little guest appearance every now and then and you think that she's just really bizarre. She looks like kind of gross. But then he is terrified that she's going to uncover what's happening. So he slits her throat and then... Helena Bonham cut like he realizes that that was actually his wife that the judge had taken away and like she has all like shit on her face like she's been burnt like it's all really intense and everybody fucking dies in the end that's why I didn't like it to start with but now I love it can you now tell me everything that happens in Dark Shadow? <laughs> Back on track, this tribute to one of the greatest actors that's ever lived. Yes. Um. Die Hard, obviously great. You're gonna, I'm gonna teach you to love that movie some way, somehow. Even if I need to just show you all of Rickman's scenes yeah. and show you the half hour version where it's just Rickman, the Rickman yeah. show, because that movie is airtight, yeah, airtight, and he is funny in that movie. He is funny. Like, he's the villain, mm. but holy shit, that movie's a romantic comedy. People call it the greatest action movie. It's a fucking rom-com between Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman. I shit you not. Alright, let's talk about one that we um uh, have... We watch a lot, and that's Love Actually. Yeah. Specifically Rickman's story. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you can... Guilt. That movie's good. It's I like it. No, you- sorry. Just... For people listening at home, in case you're not really that familiar with Love Actually, Christmas movie, lots of love stories. Alan Rickman's story is basically he's married to Emma Thompson, 
and he gets seduced by somebody who works with him. Not even, like, he doesn't even fuck her. No. He just buys her a necklace, and that's enough. That's what, that's bad, though. Yeah, because it's... If you've like, seen Love Actually, watch Love Actually. Yeah, what like, come on, guys. It's, it's on, like, every day. We, we watch it every Christmas. It was a tradition that Tom's family has taught me, and now I do it too. It's a Christmas... Okay. What I was saying... Sorry. Well, no, no, no. You're right. No, you're right. It's good. It's good. <laughs> you're, you're giving people the background. You're giving people the entire subjects of Sweeney Todd and the Bachelor, <laughs> and that's important. It's cement in the walls, Andrea. That's what you are. Uh, without you, the podcast comes crashing down. Um, but... He's what? being sarcastic. No, I'm not. I'm not. You are cement in the walls. That's what you are. Let's talk about Alan Rickman. Sorry. Because he's a great man. He was a great man who we lost. Love Actually. Now, Love Actually, I love the movie. Now, you can criticise the fuck out of that movie. And you know what? Go for it. It's not going to take... You can't... It's yeah. un... You can say all the bad things. It's sentimental. It's sappy. It's stupid. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah. That story's stupid and creepy. Andrew Lincoln's story is way creepy. Yeah, you're right about that. It is <laughs> and Kira Knightley's thing, that's fucked up. And that mo- that's the weaker yeah. point of that movie. Uh, Hugh Grant's Hugh is crazy. It's, oh, it's over it. the top, that yeah. story. But, but, and it's all crooky and sapiromantic. I mean, but when those two, Emma Thompson and Rickman, created a relationship that felt so real. Well, it they're felt, great friends in real life. I think they? so, but, like, just them talking, like, you believe that they're a couple that have been together for yeah. so many years. They, they're so... They're so real. Mm. Everyone else in that movie's kind of fake. They are fake. They're characters. Well, I mean, one's a prime minister. They're cartoon characters, yeah. and it's shit that would never happen, like, pissing off the American president and stalking Chiwetel Ejiofor's girlfriend. Like, it's something that doesn't <laughs> make sense. But this is so real. And that yeah. makes it all the more hurtful when there's that th- when she discovers that he bought the necklace for her. Yeah, it hurts because you set them up and they're real and you yeah. love them and it kills you. And he just makes you just want to cry. It is because what those two in particular do is it's not a big thing. She doesn't like go white. She does that great scene. About where she's trying not to cry, mm. which is fucking inc- one of the greatest mm. things I've seen an actor do. And his thing, he doesn't go like he makes a choice. Well, the script did, but like the way he did it, um, they could have easily gone like, no, no, it wasn't. He could have lied and broken down, but like, I'm sorry, but he just like just realizes. Yeah, look and he's like, done. I'm a classic fool. Like yeah. it's just so small, but mm. it says so much, and he's so like. Good. It it. fucking kills you. Like, the the delivery when she says, what would you do in my situation? Yeah. And then she says, wait around to see if it's Samson a necklace or just a necklace. And, like, his reactions, it's just, it's amazing. I read um, Richard Curtis in an interview recently. They asked him, "Do, do Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson's characters stay together? At the mm. end, do, do they say he's like, yeah, I think they're still together now, but there's a massive distance between them forever because of yeah. what happened. And I was like, oh, that's, that's harsh, dude. Oh. That's harsh. Look, we we lost a great dude. This we this did. guy was a, such a big bucket of win, as Kevin Smith would say. He was in a great Kevin Smith movie called Dogma, where he played an angel, yeah. and he's so funny, but he's actually quite. 
I saw a photo of him with no penis. That, yeah, that's it. Angels, that, angels yeah. have no dicks. Okay. That's what they write in the movie. Right. And he's like, he's the voice of God, the metronome. Yeah. Who's the voice of, who speaks on God's behalf? Because if God speaks, God's played by Lavis Morissette in the movie. It's quite good. <laughs> she can't speak though. Because okay. her voice is too powerful. It'll kill everything inside. Right. So the metronome, Alan Rickman speaks for it. Yeah. And he's like this really funny character because uh, it's about this, Jesus's great 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 descendant Bethany, yeah. who needs to stop two angels getting into heaven, Loki right. and Bartleby, who are the evil yeah. ones, and he's the one that comes to her and tells her a mission that she mm. needs to, and it kind of always reappears throughout the movie. And at one point, most of the like, it's like a kooky, like clowny back and forth between them because mm. she doesn't know who he is, and he's like, everyone knows about. The fucking plagues. You mentioned something in a Charlton Heston movie. You mentioned me. You look at me blankly. You mentioned something out of a Charlton Heston movie. Everyone's a theological expert. Like, he's really... <laughs> but then, like, she breaks down later in the movie. And it's a dumb comedy in Jay and Silent Bob movie. But she mm. breaks down at the end. And so Alan Rickman comes to her and is, like, comforting her in the scene. It's quite good. It's Ooh. quite good. Um, but, yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's it's He's so, such a loss. Like, he was right. so... Like, if you look at movie stars and stuff, then you look at someone like Alan Rickman who you could see behind mm. behind the star quality and you could see pure talent and training. And sound like the nicest guy yeah. you ever lived. Like, just such a... Well, I mean, like, I was reading that... Um, he was friends with Daniel Radcliffe from Harry Potter, obviously. Yeah. But he was supporting Daniel Radcliffe's theatre career. He would go along to every performance and, you know, give him feedback yeah. and help him along and stuff. And you kind of go, like, you can turn... There are some people that can turn into real dicks. He didn't have to do that. And he didn't, have, be, to do, be he didn't have to be nice. No. He could have been like, no, nah, I'm too busy, mate. Like, yeah. And, like, yeah, but he was like did. a... He was a real... Supporter, like he's that mm. thing they say to succeed. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. And he what? And it worked, man. You know. And it's funny. I was just talking on the podcast last week about doing. I want to do an Alan. I want to do an Alan Rickman podcast called Emotional yeah. Education. I might still do that at yeah. some point. It could be like the part two. If it of doesn't this. make us too emotional. No, I think it would be good. Mm. It would be good. But yeah, that's yeah. But I was thinking we were having a little argument at work about cancer because they, because they've both died from the same thing. Bowie and Rickman have both died from cancer. And you had an argument about it? Somewhere no. for? No, 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 no. We were having an argument about cancer because my we do donations to the cancer council for each funeral service we do. Like some people would choose a donation a charity to donate to and lots of people choose cancer council. Our place alone, which is a family business, like small, will raise like $10,000 a year. Mm. If you times that by like the amount of services that we have all around Australia, you know how much fucking money that is? Yeah. I had this conspiracy theory that cancer's been been, um, cured. And they're making too much money to I, I think we I think we're getting on a different <laughs> podcast here. I know, but I it think, just makes I think me you so should mad. say this for Andrea Cosman breaks down the walls. <laughs> because that's that's probably a good co- that no, I think it you makes should... me so mad that there is I so know. much money oh, being poured into cancer research and I think it is bullshit 
that it is not. I understand, been, and it's sucky, and it yet. takes amazing people all over the world and everyone, and I hate it. But yeah, no, you're right. But you should do a podcast called Angry Husband <laughs> Breaks It Down, where you just yell into a microphone about how angry you are about stuff. And, you know, who you think killed JFK. <laughs> and who you think brought down the Twin Towers. Oh, God. And who you think uh, landed on Roswell. That's cool. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Can we close this emotionally? Is that a powerful? Yes. Okay, break it. Let's look at it. Like, the Sheriff of Nottingham, Hans Gruber, uh, Love Actually, Galaxy Quest, Forgot the characters' names. People will send them to me if they care. They want Galaxy Quest. Um, Snape. Just so much. So much win. Oh, the sad robot from um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was so funny. Oh. Break it. Just a comic genius. Mm. Across the board. And a dramatic genius. And a dramatic. Just an actor. A yeah. pro actor. A proper actor. A proper actor. What you yeah. should be. Yeah. If you're an actor, that's what you should be. That's what you should aspire to. Yeah. You should aspire to Alan Rickman greatness. Mm. That's what people should aspire. They should look at this. This is a sad thing, mm. but let's put this guy on the pedestal and try and remember him as, like, one of the greats. Someone for the kids to aspire to, you know? Yeah. That's what I want to do. Not just be another fucking... Just another... Idiot. Yeah. No. Well, it's too rampant. Let's remember... Let's... Let's, you know, let's light a candle for this dude. He was a great mm. guy. Let's remember that. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll sign well, off and... Rest in peace, Sheriff. This yeah. has been Square Eyes. Square-eyed. Oh, Square-eyed. Jesus. I'm Tom. And I'm Andy. Don't sit too close to the TV. <laughs> <laughs>